The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this poorly made podcast reflect the opinions of the guest and host. They don't reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this poorly made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, lighten the fuck up. Enjoy. Now, Crown Vic. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the 24th edition of the Very Poorly Made Police Memes podcast. I'm your host, Jonesy. I think that's what I went with. Jonesy. Right off the bat, I want to give a special thanks to Cobblestone Realty, LLC, who is making this podcast possible today. Cobblestone Realty has been doing business in Massachusetts since 2017. Cobblestone Realty is owned and operated by an active police lieutenant who caters to police and military service workers in general. This includes military, fire, EMS, dispatchers, nurses, doctors, and anyone who serves the public. Listing service specials are extended to family and friends as well. Real estate has historically been the best place to invest, whether you want to sell your home for great profits, or buy your first home, or your forever home, or start investing in rentals. Short-term and long-term rentals, Cobblestone Realty is the best choice for you and your family. Visit Cobblestone Realty at recobblestone.com or contact them at 508-4110-4683. I will have that information on the description of the podcast and the meme post for uh, the day the podcast comes out. All right, so just just a couple of things before we get to the meat of the podcast. Poorly made weight loss challenge. Oops. Gained a pound. What was it? It was one point, I think, four pounds, which I'm going to be honest with you. No, it was 1.2. I got to be honest with you. I was really sweating this because uh, my brother's been in town, and it's been a shit show of uh, alcohol and eating. But, hey, man, a week of eating bad food, and I only gained you know a little more than a pound. I'm still down. Let's see. I am still down still down 4.6 pounds, which is not, not great. Not as quick as a start as I hope, but... It's way of the road, bubs. Way of the road. Another thing, I am uh, I'm testing a new mic right now. I think it sounds pretty damn good. The issue with it is it picks up a lot of background, I think. So I may have to keep using my headset, but we'll see. Experimenting, learn, figure out what the fuck I'm doing. With that said, this episode is actually a uh, a cop from the the northeast up there. We talk about some chowder, a bunch of other shit. I hope you guys will like it. It's I had a pretty good time. Drank a little too much, but what else is new? All right, are you guys ready for some fucking confusing shit? By the way, if uh, you got a you know a law enforcement man you think should be featured on here, have him fucking email me. I'll get him rolling. So we're rolling back through some of the other bands we had, and now we have the artist formerly known as Brownlow. So if you look for him on Apple, it's going to be Brownlow, and he's in the process of changing everything over to Greenwood. So on Instagram, you find him at Greenwood underscore music one and that is where you find this fella's music and here is his song broken go check it out and we'll be right back i'm running from what's coming i'm afraid of what it is all the times i've opened up i've just been giving shit because it's hot and you're broken you've heard so many times what goes around comes around i fall guilty of their crimes i'm no I'm broken, don't mean I can't be fixed It'll just take some time, so I 
snipe Selly boys. I've got my buddy Riley here with me today. How are you today, Riley? J- Jonesy, how are you now? How are you now? How are you now? Oh, I totally good, fucked it good up, new. dude. Good, 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 new. good. <laughs> Fucking shit. I can't believe I fucked it up. But you saved it with McMurray. Five, one, one five inches. Good call, buddy. Good call. Well, anyway, I'm going to totally forget your name halfway through. But Riley, how are you doing tonight, man? How are you now? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm words. I'm, yeah, Your that's words. where I'm at, right? I'm, I'm words right now. Yep. I'm getting by. You drinking anything tonight, pal? Uh, is the Pope shit in his hat? Does he? Of course. He are you from the Northeast? Are you allowed to say that? You guys are all Catholic, right? Yeah. Well, don't tell my mother. Oh yeah. That's, that's a sour subject on this side too. Well then what are you drinking tonight, man? It's probably <clears> some <throat> fucking like Boston. Y'all, you got fucking Sam Adam. I actually, I, I'm not a big Sam Adams fan, actually. Um, like some of that stuff is good. Um, I'm actually, my go-to is uh, Wachus and Wally, which is, oh, wow. I know you, it's a, it's, it's a New England IPA. I know you piss and moan about IPAs, but it's a lot better than that West Coast bullshit. doesn't taste like a Christmas tree. Yeah, I, and I hate to admit it, some of the IPAs I've tried recently on the podcast have been okay. Like I had a Tony Hawk one that was really good. And then a great beer. Yeah, and he do- hopefully he doesn't put his blood in it, um, like the skateboards. Ooh, yeah, that could be a little interesting. Well, let's see what I got here today. I have it's called Bobber, which is a fishing beer apparently. So I've got high hopes for this one. This is Missouri Lager, made by Log Boat Brewing Company. I like trying That's new promising. beers. It yeah. does sound promising. I got high hopes for this one. Some of them I look look at the label and I'm like, this is gonna be fucked. Well, and of course it fucking blew up on me, but why wouldn't it? Moment of truth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's some good shit. Really? Wow. It is really good. I'm going to have to find a six pack. Yeah. I I usually buy like the singles, you know, wherever I go shopping just to try different stuff because I hate buying a six pack if I don't like it. So I'm going to have to find some more of this. This is good shit. Um, There you go. I got an old friend with me tonight, too. A really old friend. Uh, I switched it up off uh, the whiskey I've been drinking. I've got some SoCo. Jesus. Dude, I haven't, had, I haven't had SoCo since I was in my 20s, man. And I, I haven't had SoCo yeah, since 2006, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's about right, bud. That is about right. But I, I was told to mix it with Dr. Pepper because that would be pretty good. So drum roll on that one, too. What about Mr. Pibb? Oh, that is so fucking good. Jesus, mama. That is good. Well, there's a, we're going to hell again for sinning. There's Lord's name in vain. No big deal. Okay. All right. Let's get back on track, but you're really pulling me down. It is really good though. I will tell you right now. So today's going to be good. I have high hopes for this episode. Not even you can fuck this up. This is going to be good. uh, Let's uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. No promises. huh? So tell me good, sir. uh, Good. Riley or Jonesy or whatever the fuck your name is. Tell me about uh, policing up there in the Northeast. How is that for you? Well, as I'm sure it is for everyone across the board, it's not as good as it used to be. Um, We just, the state in its infinite wisdom passed a reform bill last year that pretty much ruined the job for everyone. I shouldn't say ruined, but... um, there's a bunch of reforms, things we've already done, and it's just kind of like, all right, we're going to do this anyways. And then they created a post commission, which still hasn't got up and running yet. So Lord knows what that's going to 
go, but it's all right. Not like it used to be, like I said, but we're getting there. You sound very hopeful in your message to everybody about policing in Massachusetts. So, yeah, well. <laughs> so, so what's what's some of that stuff in the reform that I guess really killed things? Um, I would say, I mean, there's the obviously the use of force stuff. The chokeholds was a big thing, which I don't couldn't tell you the last time anyone used a chokehold. But all those BJJ fanboys will tell you it's the best thing since sliced bread. Um, but one of the biggest things that's probably going to affect our state across the board is they are eliminating, uh, special police officers, which is like a huge thing up here. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Cause I know the East coast is weird with special police officers. Like I know New Jersey has special police too. And so what is a special police? Cause I don't know. Cause I'm from the West coast. Basically they're police officers. They are fully sworn all the responsibilities all the authorities but the training threshold is a lot lower so basically there's like different ways that special police officers utilize like some of the private colleges state colleges smaller towns out west um communities where you know it might be like seasonal populations like vacation communities will have special officers so they're part-time uh they don't get paid as much than on union if the department has a union um and the academy is a lot last time. So instead of six, six months, it's whatever, two, 240 hours academy. It's kind of just, like, I wouldn't say watered down, condensed, not as, not as paramilitary academy in a sense, like a traditional academy. It's more classroom based. You get your PT, but it's not as you know, intense. And they have, like I said, all the authorities of a full-time police officer, but they work part-time. They get paid less and they get rid of those guys. Is that because they're, quote unquote, not getting enough training? Yeah, they're trying to standardize and having a minimum level of training across the board. So what they're going to do is do what I think they're calling a bridge academy, which is like a supplemental academy. So all these guys who are specials can go to this bridge academy, which will then bring them up to the level of all the full-time officers. But they're going to run into a problem there because if you are a special and all of a sudden you're a – trained to the level of a full-time officer, what do you want? You want full-time officer pay, which kind of goes against the purpose of the specials in the first place, especially for the smaller Western Mass towns that might have like 10, five, three guys, maybe a chief of police and a bunch of specials that work for them is the town can't afford it. So we have these guys working fill-in shifts as specials and now they're full-time. They're just going to walk away and get a job somewhere else. So their numbers are going to plummet. You know, to me, that's just mind boggling that that's even a thing because, you know, I guess I can only speak with any authority about Colorado is you had, you know, those, the smaller towns and some of the small towns would have quote unquote marshals, yeah, but they're still full post certified cops. They just, if you work for a small town, you just expect to get paid less, but you go through the same academy and that was just kind of was what it was and it's just very interesting to me an outsider with no view on that that basically you had guys doing the job but with less training and less pay it just oh definitely it is very odd it's yeah it's definitely an interesting concept um i guess it also depends on how it's implemented like i said some of the some of the private colleges will have specials I mean, they go to the special academy, they get certified as a special, 
they work for these private colleges, which it's essentially it's, you know, armed security because it's a private business. It's not a public, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's private. It's private land. Yeah. It's all the facilities. Um, and then obviously, like I said, like smaller communities in Western maps, mainly is you'll have guys that will work for multiple departments as specials. They'll work like 10 hours in one town, 10 hours in another. And realistically they're working full time a lot of the time, but just for different communities. And then I think one of the big things, which is my firsthand experience is when I first started, when I got out of college, I worked as a special on a, at a, what is basically it's a vacation destination. So in the summer, the population goes from 15,000 to 150,000. So you got to do something. You can't have your 15 guys in one town now dealing with, you know, 200% of the population. So they have the specials for the summer. Um, but those guys are always working with full-time officers with years of experience, supervisors. So it's almost like an FTO program in a sense where you are newer, have a little bit of training and can kind of get your toes wet um, and move on from there. But so it'll be interesting to see what they do after that, after this uh, post stuff goes through and see how it goes. Yeah. It's, it's just mind boggling to me, but as you say it, I mean, it, it does make sense for that type of stuff. I know like community colleges out here, they may not have law enforcement. They may just have armed security, right. but I know that's different state to state. Right. But that's it. That is an interesting concept to hear. I mean, that makes a whole lot of sense because armed security at the end of the day, if there's a criminal issue, they're just going to call it the cops. Exactly. Gonna call so it. It, it takes a step away. So, yeah, which the last episode, um, which just came out last was a guy in North Carolina that was essentially a special cop company cop, which was very enlightening to me because I, I went into it with the this is fucking weird and wrong to, okay, it makes sense. I can get yeah. down with that. So how is the state as far as reception to cops? Are people pro-cop, anti-cop? Is it, it just kind of depend? Well, I mean, we're East Coast elites out here, man. We got all the universities in Boston. So you got Boston, Cambridge, all those, you know, hoity-toity communities that publicly hate everyone. Um I think across the board in general, it's just like any other state. The people go to work, make an honest living, appreciate the police. Um, you know, obviously have the people who don't, but the it's a vocal minority, as they say, right? So, yep. um, and I think just historically, like if you get outside of, I mean, every town has their issues, politics, small or large. Um, but if you get outside of the city, doesn't matter what city it is, whether it's Boston, Cambridge, Springfield, Worcester, um, it, it's pretty, pretty good across the board. But like I said, it's the, the, the vocal minority is the issue. And I think in general, I think a lot of people agree that the people who do support us are kind of just taking a seat in the corner and just existing. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, they they call it the silent majority, unfortunately. Yeah. So you brought up an interesting point with the universities. I remember, I think about June last year, I read an article where like cops that were out in the riots in Boston, they went to like use the bathroom in one of the colleges and they wouldn't let them use the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, that. well, that's Berkeley College of Music and it's about what you would expect um, from that facility but that's like i said it's the the universities and it doesn't even not even specific to the state the university system 
nationwide is an absolute joke in my opinion but at this point but whatever it is what it is we'll still go out and do our job yeah it's uh pretty amazing they go out there essentially and steal people's money um and then people don't have jobs weird yeah hey kids go to trade school just saying if in hindsight my friend (laughs) i would (laughs) have how are those student loans for you pal almost done actually Almost done Good for you, man. Yep. Good for you. Yep. I don't have any, but that's because I'm a dumbass. I, uh, I would probably be a little better off in life if I had something to my name, but you know, whatever. It's fine. No big deal. Don't need to have a career, anything lined up after law enforcement. That's not a big deal. Just dwelling in your basement. It's a sex dungeon. Thank you very much. You know, I, this basement actually has a lot of possibility. And here we're going to have some story time. Do you like stories? I love stories. Okay. So I have a sound issue. You guys may know. I I have a headset that I wear now, which I think has made things a lot better because I can't hear what's going on upstairs. And it doesn't, you know, if my kids are screaming or my dog's barking, mostly you can't hear it. Or if I have like a a traditional podcast mic, which I actually have a fucking good one now, but I haven't used it yet. Like I tested it the other day. I was yelling upstairs in my house. I could hear pretty much everything on that mic. So I was like, well, fuck, I don't want, you know, my kid crying in the middle of a podcast when I make a dick joke. So that's not going to work. But down here in this basement, there's this house is old as shit in there. They used to heat the house some way different. There's fucking gas tanks down there. And it's in this fucking creepy ass fucking room. We don't even fucking go in there. The doors. You mean like, like a, like a boiler. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's not, I don't think it's a boiler. I think it's just a tank. I think the boiler must be somewhere else in this house, but I was thinking about that room and I'm like, if I paid somebody to take those gas tanks out, it's closed in and it would be way easier than this big open area I have where the sex dungeon is to actually soundproof it. So that could be a thing down the line. That could be pretty cool. Um, little office in there. Hey, but, just find a scrapper, find someone yeah. driving a beat up one fifty driving down the street. Yeah. Flag them down. Yeah. Want some yeah, fi- scrap? Yeah. Hey, I got some scrap. You just gotta, you know, take it out, log it out of my basement. But that that potentially could be pretty cool and redo that and put some lighting in and shit. This yeah. out for those that know, like this this house is like super old and it has like knob and tube wiring, so that could be an issue too. With oh Jesus. In- oh yeah. Yeah. It not all of it's knob and tube. Some of it is like the light that hangs above my desk here. I'm pretty sure is. Do you have indoor plumbing or do you have to go shit in the hole out back? Well, I shit in the hole out back anyway, but <laughs> let's be honest though. I think some of the best dumps I've ever taken are outside. Have you never pooped outside? It's glorious. Oh, I've pooped outside many times. Yeah. I'm not like super big into like digging a hole and pooping into the ground. I don't really like that. Not my thing. My uncle, not my uncle. That sounds weird. Never start a story with my uncle because it usually goes bad. But uh, my brother-in-law. Are we talking about the church again? Dude, we are certainly going to hell after this episode. That's three. Three so far. My brother-in-law had a cabin way up high in the Rockies of Colorado. And he basically like made a shitter out there. It's not like an outhouse, but he basically made a box with a toilet seat on it. And I went out there one morning and took a shit. And, you know, the birds are chirping in the morning dew and the snow on the Rockies. You can't take a better shit than that. I, I don't know where. 
if somebody would tell me, I'd go shit there right now. Um, God, I get a little, a little excited thinking about that. You shouldn't a tear thinking about the greatest dump you've ever taken. Yeah. I mean, it was a little soft. It could have been a little, little, a little harder. Um, and I didn't remember eating corn. That's what she said. Did she say that though? The corn? Oh, the hard and soft. The corn part, I think we were getting. Yeah, I, I, I was the one with the lane. That's my little late. Yeah. It was the internet, man. It was, it was totally the internet. It was a little lag lane. here. Yeah, the East Coast lag. I do live in the Midwest and there's lots of corn. So, I mean, you could have been. I mean, people use cucumbers. Do they use corn? I don't know. That seems like a terrible idea, by the way. I don't like the way this conversation is going. We should redirect. Should we? <laughs> You're probably right about that. I'm not even drunk enough to be talking weird shit like this. Okay. All right. So from uh, <clears throat> corn diltos to pooping in the Rockies, let's, let's get back focused. So is, I'll be very direct with this question, is the job dead in Massachusetts? No, not at all. Nope. That's good. Nope. Um, we're used to it considering it was the America was born here. You'd be surprised how ridiculous the you know culture is in general. So we're used to the nonsense here. Um, going back to, I don't know if you remember the Skip Gates Cambridge PD incident with the uh, with forty four. You remember that one? Oh, I thought it was called Beer Gate, or they they had the beer meeting, right? Well, that was the result of it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you call it though? Skip Gate. Well, Skip Gates is actually the guy's name. Oh. Is the professor? I think it's Skip Gates. Yeah. Well, it's not. Anyways, yeah. So it's been going on for a while. We're used to the bullshit. So um, take it in stride. You know, one day at a time. But you know, it'll be fine. I, we'll get through it. I think that moment in time was the start of the job dying across the board. Yeah, yes. I think it was the biggest incident that would have probably spurred that. Yeah. Because sure. it was pre, it was pre Ferguson, right? Like right before Ferguson, maybe a year, six months. Um, no, I think it was. Actually, think you it, know what? You probably, yeah, you have to. It was I honestly couldn't tell you. Because I, I remember everybody, and... everybody was so pissed off that Obama said the cops acted like stupidly or something like that. And it was, if I'm recounting that right, it was a very stupid call. It was a yeah, it was burglary alarm. Cop gets there dude's there and he's like i live there and the cop's like okay cool do you have like some sort of id or something and the guy's like no fuck off this is my house and that became this whole ordeal is that right yeah that's exactly what happened yeah and you know it's funny it's funny because you know go to alarms all the time and the homeowners give you a ration of shit why do i need to give my id it's like well what do you have the alarm for right like the the purpose of having this alarm system is so that we show up (laughs) just like it's working we're doing what you pay for I've literally never, I can't think of one time where I went to one of those alarms where anybody gave me a hard time. They were usually happy that we came. Oh yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that was a good thing about working in Colorado. I'm trying to think, but generally most people are really happy we're there and had no problem, you know, showing ID or something to prove that they live there and that everything was okay. It was never a big deal. I don't remember ever having a hard time with that. Different worlds, I guess. I suppose so, man. And here I thought Colorado was so awful. Well, it is now. It used to be wonderful. But 
It's not. And I live in a basement in the middle of a cornfield in the Midwest now. No big deal. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's good to hear, man. I like your attitude about it because I think a lot of people, and maybe maybe I'm guilty of it, fucking, you know, once things started kind of going downhill, we just kind of shut down because we got so frustrated with, you. basically, we couldn't do our jobs. But I like the, uh, I like the uh, overcome and adapt. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, we're not as proactive as we used to be across the board, but I think it's slowly starting to pick up again. And obviously COVID had a big impact on it too, right? So you get all this shit, we're changing the culture, we got these reforms coming, everyone's miserable about that. And then all of a sudden we're shutting everything down. Don't stop cars, don't arrest people, just go out and find a hole and hide in it. So we're slowly coming out of it and uh, getting back into it. Things are picking up, but we'll get through it. So one would say you would go into the parking lot and chill. One would say, actually. One would which say reminds that. me, I think there's a t-shirt that says that. Yeah, and there was this really cool dude that did that for me. And that was pretty fucking awesome of him. I really appreciated that. He sounds like a good dude. I bet he is a good dude. We should yeah. get that guy a beer sometime. You should. Um, yeah, go buy that t-shirt, though. And uh, that way I can take the fucking gas tank out of there and make a better recording video <laughs> see all comes there around there you go there's nice marketing plug. marketing nice 101 motherfuckers i i guess i've been neglecting this because i got called on it on it last episode but we got to talk about police cars since i do have a crown vic at the start of every single episode good sir riley what is the crown jewel of patrol cars oh, i don't man. like the pause i do Can, not like no the I always can you I think you should change the question I think it should be if you could combine the features of every patrol car you've ever driven what would the features be to make your ultimate patrol car right because you know here's the thing is I know what you're doing right now you're afraid to get yelled at by me and it's okay man just tell me how you really feel I'm gonna yell at you either way I but, cannot speak to some of the old classics, the Prees, the I've only driven Crown Vicks, Chargers, and the Ford Interceptor sedans, that first generation after the Crown Vic, and then the soccer mom SUVs. And until about two months ago, I was not completely opposed to the SUVs. I liked them a lot better than the sedans. But um, I'm actually going to have to go to the Charger. That was my favorite of the four I've driven. So I let am. me ask you. It's okay, man. I mean, you're wrong, but it's okay. What <laughs> what year Charger was it? Uh, we had a couple. Uh, first place I worked, I think they were, geez, so that was in 2009. It had to been like 2007. That's like the first couple of years where they started making the Chargers again. Those were a little and, rough. Yeah, they were rough. And then when I came to the, the agency I'm working at now, they had the newer ones. So we're talking, I think, 2011s. And I haven't driven any of the new ones, but those things were like rocket ships. It almost felt like you were driving a space shuttle. Also, the window was about the size of a space shuttle window. So that was an issue. But that was, I think, when I was on, we probably had, I would say, like in seven or eight, maybe a nine charger. And the fucking visibility out of those things was awful. Yeah, and I I actually owned a Charger. I think it was an eleven or twelve, but it wasn't a. Uh, I only had a V six because I was poor, and it was a fun little car. Like I had a good time in that car, and it was quick for what it was. But 
definitely blind spots. And I, I wondered as a patrol car, if that would have some issues. Yeah, the A pillar was enormous. That was like a, the biggest downfall. That and the rear wheel drive driving in the New England winter, but those things I wish my A pillar was They were was quick enormous. off the line and they handled, oh man, I love them. I feel like my joke got missed in there, but that's okay. Probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say the nice thing about the SUVs, at least for, because you can um, sympathize with driving in the snow. It is better. I mean, I fucking love the Crown Vic. It's rear wheel drive and it is not the best thing ever in the snow. No, I've dug remember, myself out a few times. See, that's because you don't know how to drive, bud. Never get stuck. Here's here's a pro tip for you kids, okay? If you're driving a rear wheel drive fucking patrol car in the snow and you roll up on a call, don't park on the curb. Pro tip. Just saying. Park in the street. You're a fucking cop. Do whatever the fuck you want. You can park where the fuck you want. You won't get stuck. Just saying. Another pro tip, you know those trays you get from like Wendy's and McDonald's? I'm just saying. Could be helpful in some circumstances for traction. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Just saying. We used Here's to use thing. those in college like from the dining cons to go sledding. Are they that big? I mean, oh. I guess the college ones are. They're like bigger trays. Yeah. Like the, the little make. The McDonald's, Wendy's ones. I mean, my ass is fat, so maybe that would be why it wouldn't work for me. I'm corn fed now, bud. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, classic. By the way. That'd be a good t-shirt, too. I'm corn fed. I'm not fat. I'm corn fed. <laughs> I saw the shirt the other day at the, uh, I think it was at the liquor store. I think Bush Light has been making funny shirts. Because I have one that says red, white, and Bush Light. Because fucking live in the midwest man it's true but it was like i hope the other team loses was the only thing on the t-shirt and they didn't you know i'm fat so they didn't have fat sizes there that was like i was fucking dying i don't know why i thought that was so funny that's the funniest fucking shirt i've ever seen that's i will like find a, that online yeah that's like a shirt you'd like you bring give to some like girl who's never been to like a sporting event in their life like i hope the other team loses yeah i hope everyone has fun Go, I go hope team. everyone has go to Yay sports. Yay sports. Um, I don't know where I heard it, but I picked up the term sports ball and it drives my daughter nuts because, you know, my kids are playing soccer and football and shit. And I'm like, ah, fuck. I don't, I mean, I forgot about sports ball practice. It's like, <laughs> why do you call it sports ball? Cause I'm like, I don't know which one it is today. I just know I have to be there at a certain time. <laughs> sports ball. It's good. Sport ball. Yay team. Yeah. By the way, um, I don't understand the rules of soccer, and I don't think most seven-year-olds do either. It's kind of funny watching them run around, and nobody really knows what the rules are. And you know, the coach is trying to keep certain kids on defense. And my kid, he like runs around with his hands in his pocket. So you obviously know it's my kid playing soccer, He's killing it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Pele played with his hands in his pockets. Well, dude, you can't put your hands on the ball if your hands are in your pockets, right? No, you can't. I mean, that's it's actually not a bad strategy if you think about it. He was doing that when he played goalie too, so that was a bad strategy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it was funny though. But I, my kid goes up to the coach and he's like, "Can I go beyond that line in my defense?" And like every other kid, just doing whatever the fuck they want. My coach is like, or the coach is like, "I don't think that matters anymore." So, yeah, yeah, soccer. I don't know. I don't really like soccer, although it's essentially the same as my f- favorite sport, hockey like the same same thing same concept right not even close what do you mean they kick you fucking put the ball in that same thing 
Yeah, but soccer. Oh man, no. It's the same concept. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking soccer, but it's not even close to the level of hockey. Hold on, I'm dude. I've made, I've made some people angry with me that were on my hockey team that also played soccer by calling them Euro trash, dude. I hate soccer. I'm putting it out there. I'm just saying it's the same concept. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Put the yeah. put the ball in the net. Yeah, well, that's put the like ball in sport. the net. Just how big's the net? It's, yeah. It's, and what surface you playing on? Yeah, I get it. Except football, that's a little different. Put yourself with a ball in the net, and then baseball hit the ball over the giant net, like 130, 400 yards away or feet and away. If and if you fail six out of ten times, you're actually the best person ever. Amazing. Best player. Hey, yeah. you're, you're, uh, I assume you're a Sox fan, right? Oh, big time. By the way, I'm going to have to hang up with you because I'm not over the 07 World Series, man. That was such a fucking bloodbath. You guys got shellacked. <sighs> Dude. Shellacked. I waited my entire life, which wasn't very long. Hey, I didn't even have a team growing up. Didn't even have a team. You're from Colorado. You're from one of these states that doesn't have a baseball team. You watch the fucking Cubs. Um, the Rockies. The Rockies exist. They didn't when I was a kid, though. I think I think the Rockies uh, came right. down when I was yeah, like, right. yeah, they didn't 94, exist. Ninety four expansion or the ninety seven. Ninety four. Anyways, go on. Well, okay. I think they started in ninety three, if I remember. So I was a kid, like I was a little kid, and. That was the fucking greatest shit ever. But like, prior to that, you're a Braves fan because TBS or you're a fucking Chicago fan because of WGN. And so I was, I wouldn't say I picked either. Like, I, I'd watch the Cubs and the Braves. And then I get my Rockies. And for years, I mean, you know, they had that lucky year in 95 or whatever they made it. For years, they just, every fucking year, they just get annihilated. And then, um, 07, I still say Matt Holiday touched on plate for the, for you that know that and we get you know we win every fucking game in the national league playoffs then we get to boston just it wasn't even cool man hmm. well um, i can empathize um, with you because well i can sympathize with you actually for all you english majors out there but um yeah we hey this years, is poorly 80, made pal. 80, we don't 86 do years 86 years without a world series so Hey, it would have been a little sooner if it wasn't for that fella. Uh, what was his name? Bill Buckner? Yeah, but you can't shit on Bill Buckner. He made an error. He, he was one of the reasons they got there in the first place. Yeah, that's true. He was he was hated in Boston for a long time, wasn't he? Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> he had a t-shirt that said, forgive Buckner. Years <laughs> back. Yeah. Uh, it's like that poor fucking dude, uh, the Cubs guy that fucking caught the ball. Oh, oh the, um, the fan. Yeah, interference. I don't yeah. know his name, which is probably he probably appreciates that at least yeah. for me. But I'm sure he listens to the podcast. <laughs> um, if he does, fucking send me a message. You'll be like the next person on. I'll kick the next guy off. I don't give a shit. I lost my whole train of thought because now we're talking about sports ball. All right, so I'm going to ask you a sports ball question if you don't mind, because it's poorly made. I can do whatever the fuck I want. What is in New England at least with Brady leaving? And, and I, I got to be honest, ever since the kneeling shit with the NFL, I'm one of those dudes. Like, I was listening one Sunday on my patrol car, and they said, like, half the Broncos were kneeling. And I'm like, I'm fucking done. I haven't really paid attention in a couple of years. 
but with Brady being out of New England, is that is that pretty pretty hard on y'all? No, I don't think so. And I'm the same way though with the NFL. Um, I haven't been. I mean, I know still work with a bunch of guys who are dedicated season ticket holders, but in general, I haven't heard anyone who's like fuck Brady. Everyone is. I know people showed up the game last week and wearing his jerseys and how can you hate the guy? You know what I mean? And everyone's still well as a former Broncos fan, I could tell you several reasons. Yeah. But it from, from this perspective, like he was here for 90%, 99% of his career. And I, I can't picture anyone being upset. I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't like him still. He's the goat. How do you, how do you not like him? There's no, there's no argument that either. He's the greatest quarterback that ever existed. John motherfucking Elway, go fuck yourself. Elway all day. I'll tell you that that what was a ninety. What was the Green Bay? The Super Bowl was Broncos. ninety-seven. Was I that ninety-seven? So it was a 90, yeah, ninety-six season, I believe. Yeah, I was rooting for the Broncos that year. I'll have you know. That was a great fucking game, man. The helicopter. Oh, yep. Ingrained in my mind forever, dude. Ingrained in my mind. Yeah, that was great, man. Those two in a row. And then we got the one with Peyton, which was pretty cool. I still got my Tebow jersey. Do I'm you? not over that. Oh, I fucking love Tebow, man. That year where he took us to the playoffs and we beat the Steelers in a wild card game. Or did we beat the Steelers to get into the wild card? I don't remember. But that was one of dude, that was a great season, man. He was just like a I don't know, he's a good dude. I, I hate that he kind of gets bad rap. I mean, is he like the best quarterback ever. No, no. he's not. Yeah. Um, but he, dude, he did some fucking wild shit, man. That was good. So, um, from corn dildos and pooping in the Rockies to Tim Tebow, I guess we should probably talk about some police shit now, or should we not? I don't want to talk about police Listen, shit right now. It's your world. I'm just living it. That means a lot to me. I appreciate that. Thank you for submitting to that. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, that's not weird. Well, let's do this. I'm going to give away a t-shirt because we have like a fucking million cringe or not things and we got to solve a lot of people's problems. Are you ready for that? Yes, sir. All right. So here's what we're going to do is and before I get into the t-shirt giveaway, I just want to remind people at this point, I have some funds to give away some poorly made police memes shit to cops that deserve it. It was anonymously donated. I am very grateful. This is the second guy that we've don't has donated some money and we're going to be able to do this for a while. So hold on. I got a burp <clears throat> too much beer. Anyway, I'll edit that out or will I the question you'll never know, but anyway, so we have this giveaway and if you work with somebody that is deserving some free shit, fucking send me an email poorly made police memes at gmail.com. And Tell me why they deserve to win some shit. Potentially, they could win some shit. So I'm going to cut some of this stuff out of this nomination because I don't know if this fellow wants his name out there or not. I haven't reached I haven't heard from him yet. But uh, this guy's a retired cop, and he served the city for decades, and he continued to give back after retirement. He's a man of faith who now serves as a police chaplain. He says this full-time, but he works much more than that. He's been at roll calls and command posts during civil unrest and other critical incidents. He's also led to briefing sessions following officer-involved shootings, line-of-duty deaths, and potential traumatic incidents. He's a calming effect on officers around him. 
and helps more than we could ever know. His phone is always on. He is always available. And I found out how true that was when I sent him a text at 3.30 in the morning just because I wanted to talk about something stressful. I hope to hear back the next day, but after waiting only 20 seconds, my phone rang. It was him. Not only we talk in that moment, but he checked on me later to see what was going. After speaking with other officers, I found that I wasn't the only one that he woke up to help in the middle of the night. He's part of a wellness team that helps police deal with traumatic events at work and in their personal life. I've attended many police funerals for friends who took their own lives. And if it wasn't for him, I would have attended more. He is a hero and deserves recognition. Thank you for considering him. Fuck yeah, man. Thanks for doing what you do. There's uh, definitely people out there that need need that. And I'm glad that there's uh, somebody out there to answer that call. So I will definitely take care of him and, Frig a t-shirt, get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. We need we need good people like that in our world, man. He's fucking sounds amazing. So yeah, maybe I will get him on. He will maybe he'll get me on track. All right. <laughs> wow. That's a that's a tall task. Yeah, there's I don't know if anybody can do that. Buddy, you ready to solve some uh, people's questions about if things are cringe or not? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. I was born ready. I knew you were. We've definitely been way off track today, so I think this is going to fit in quite well. All right, let's get it fucking pulled up here. Uh, That's stupid. (laughs) This is a good one. Security saying, I got your six. Is that cringe or not? Cringe. Cringe. Super cringe. But cringe. Yeah. Super super cringe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're like happen to be like checking a building with us or around, say like, hey, I got your back or something like that, or I'm I'm here, I can help out. But um, I got your six. I don't know, man. That's a little much. Yeah, that is that is a little much. Uh, do you want to you want to get political and talk about your governor, or should I Ours? just uh, yeah, go for it? Okay, I've actually never heard of wait, this fellow. Wait, he's cringe. Is that can we just is that the end of it? He's cringe. Okay, sweet. I like it. I don't even know who this guy is. No, go on. You can go. <laughs> well, tell me, tell me a little bit about the old. Uh, who is Charlie Baker? Charlie Parker. Um, oh, is he, it Baca? No, it's Charlie Parker. It's it's a it's too long to explain. It's a joke, but um, he's okay, a got it. He's a registered Republican. He's kind of a rhino, and by kind of definition of a rhino. I'm actually surprised somebody with an R next to their name got voted in in the Northeast. It's amazing. Yeah, for whatever reason, the state, like, has passed, I mean, as long as I've been alive, eh, I don't know. But you could usually get, like, a an R as a governor, but everything else is the exact opposite. I'm trying Weird. to think back. No, because Deval Patrick. Well, isn't, isn't John Kerry out of Massachusetts? Yeah, unfortunately. We claim a, we unfortunately have to claim a lot of useless assholes, but most states um, have a lot of useless assholes, man. It's not just you guys. Yeah, but these ones are like popular, like, oh, these guys are American heroes. Uh, not really. Not really. I gotcha. Well, here, let's 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 switch a little bit here. Is it pr- and now PBA, that's the East Coast thing, right? That's like basically the East Coast Union. Uh yeah, there's a couple of them. We are not PBA. Um, but PBA is in Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay. Is it cringy to wear your PBA t-shirt? I got, this is a poorly phrased sentence, man. It's like, I wrote it, but basically the answer is yes. 
Yeah, but <laughs> uh, a big yes. Yeah. Is it cringy to wear your PBA shirt to the gym? Of the yes. of, oh, I see what he's saying. Of the PD you work at, though, like so you work at the, the you know the department gym. You wear the you wear it. It's pretty cringy. So you're working out in the department gym with your PBA shirt. No, not at all. If you're gonna have to wear it, I'd wear it somewhere no one's gonna see it. Yeah, I mean, I have some shirts. Okay, so I'm gonna dime out my dad. I don't know if he listens to these or not, but he gave me uh, the NYPD Union shirt, and it was like a polo. Where am I gonna fucking wear that? Why would I wear that? I'm not NYPD. Golf tournament, maybe? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You haven't seen my golf game. It's a little rough. My golf game is cringy. Actually, I haven't been golfing in so long, and I kind of worry. I I wonder if it's more. I wonder if it's cheaper out here. I bet it is. Yeah, I. I don't know, man. There's just some certain things, and this like maybe that's like a '90s thing. Like you get like polos of you know shit like that, or like golf balls. Like that was a big thing. Is and that's who gives a shit. Nobody's gonna ever see that. It's gonna fucking be in the lake anyway. Yeah, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm getting old, but any T-shirt I get that has any sort of advertising or marketing on it is I wear it to bed. I'm not wearing it in public. Yeah, dep- I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Depends. I'm, I'm at it a depends. weird, I'm at a very weird point in my life about t-shirts with anything on them. Cause I feel like as an adult, you just wear a fucking t-shirt, a plain t-shirt. Right. But I still have a lot of t-shirts. I mean, I wear a lot of the same shit I wore in high school. But I like wearing band t-shirts too. And I'm like, you know, I'm fucking in my mid-30s. Should I wear a Metallica t-shirt out and about? Or is that like, I don't know. I mean, I do still. But I, I don't know if that's cringy or not. I don't I don't know. Just I don't just, I don't, just I don't be honest so. with everyone and, and just confess that you want to wear your Aeropostale t-shirts out in public. I don't think they make them in my size. <laughs> I, I do not think so. I could be wrong about that. How dare you, by the way? I fucking hate you. All right. Here, this here's a good one. Obese patrol officers, cringe or not? Cringe. Big super. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this and this comes from a guy that, you know, I was fat. And I started out like in decent shape. And then I got I got fat after FTO. And then I lost weight. And then I I'm I've just been that dude. I go up and wait. But I've kind of always caught myself where I'm like, dude, I'm getting fat. I'm in uniform. I got to fucking start running. Like I've caught myself now and I'm trying to make it a habit of fucking go for a jog before I do this podcast, which is kind of counterproductive because then I drink. It's probably fine. Not a big deal. But yeah, dude, I don't know. There's like one of my favorite memes ever is that like skinny kid that's like up against a car and there's just like that big fat guy with like, that dude has to be like 500 pounds, like watching oh, him or the, something. The cop, the cop yeah. got it hanging down to his knees. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, how? <laughs> how, dude? <sighs> uh, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yep. Super cringe. Here's a good one. Knocked my girlfriend up midway through the academy. Cringe or not? Mm, well, was she also in the academy or does it just happen to be his girlfriend? I th- that was, I mean, it's only a sentence on Instagram, so I, I'm not sure. Um, if she also was in the academy, cringe. 
if she was not, I wouldn't say cringe, but maybe not the best decision. If it was one of your instructors, I'm going to buy you a beer. I'll tell you that. That's a pro gamer move right there. Um, yeah, maybe not the best move, pal, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's what happens. I don't know if we need to give you a little talk about the birds and the bees on the uh, Orly Made Police Beam podcast, but yeah, maybe not the smartest thing. I mean, I was that dude. Like, I always make the memes about, you know, rookies buying a truck and shit. I that charger we were talking about. I bought that halfway through the academy because I was like, well, I need better transportation. Even though I wasn't completely sure they weren't going to can me through the academy. Yeah, that's a bold. That's a bold move. Before yeah. you actually get through. Yeah. So that luckily that worked out okay. But you know what? If uh, if you can financially take care of a baby, fucking have at it. Just. God, I wish I had, had could talk to this guy and ask him more questions. Could be it would be interesting to call hear him what up. he has Bring to him say. Make let it me, me, you I'd should turn this into like a, a call-in show. Oh, that'd be so cool. Call I, people up, bring them in. I want to, and I don't know exactly how to do that. Which I did. You listen to the one with Popo Medic, where he's yeah. fucking making fun of me for not knowing how to use the phone. But it, it's different on here, like the Zoom thing. I don't know if I could bring people in or out. Maybe. I don't know. It seems like it'd be complicated. What I, what I want is like a radio show essentially, because I had all these ideas and about like having like regular guests and stuff like that. But I just, I'm uh, the, I don't know how I would make that work. That could be pretty intense, but it would be good. Right. Like this would be so much better if somebody called up and asked us. I think um, some of these people need to explain themselves. I need more details. Yeah. Like, that was, I think, part of the problem with the, the dating episode, which we're going to, I'm going to do another one pretty soon here, but that was the problem with that one too, is because there, there's more to usually these situations where you, you know, you're just on the cusp of something. But uh, so it's the like, answer it's like, that, it's, it's like responding to a call and someone gives you the statement and you're like, okay, but there's more to this. I need more details. Like, no, it's like, no, no, I, 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 need, I need more to understand what's going on. My favorite shit ever, well, not my favorite, it always pissed me off the fight calls, right? Or I've been assaulted. And because people call the police and they just expect that, you know, I'm calling, I've been assaulted, the other person's going to be arrested. When you counter them with, okay, well, why did he beat you up? And then there's that pause and they kind of look around. Oh, shit. They didn't expect to be called on that. Well, so no, I don't know. That, prior, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, officer. He just, he just did that. And I'm like, I've been around for a couple of years in my life. People just don't. And obviously it does happen, you know, like you have the random beatings, but for people, you know, or whatever, somebody just doesn't show up or beat you up or generally something happens like on the street. It's a drug rip or a prostitution deal, or even a motherfucker when they're crossing the street and they get into a fight, fist fight in the middle of the street. There's always a reason for it. Nobody, for the most part, 99.9% of the time, nobody fucking gets in a fight for no reason or nobody beats somebody up for no reason there's always a reason and if people just tell the truth that would make sense like yeah you know i, I might have cut him off in traffic and then gave him the finger okay makes total sense nope that guy just pulled up behind me and drug me out of the car and beat the fuck out of me no he didn't did he though did he though no he didn't absolutely yeah. did not all right this person wants me to talk some shit and they might have baited me into it are you familiar with a page called All Cops Are Woke on Instagram? I am not, but let me grab my phone and pull it up. 
Okay. <laughs> Do it. There we go. Stay woke. Nebraska, 20-year-old girl. What? Is this the right page? That's gotta uh, be. It's probably uh Yeah. All right, I'm following it. Go on. Don't follow it. Okay, so All Cups Are Woke is a page that numerous other meme pages have some issues with. The guy's a troll or gal is a troll, which I'm all for trolling in the right circumstance, but he's just fucking over the top and it's just fucking annoying. And it just got to the point where like, he's just saying dumb shit on my page. And I'm like, I'm, I don't have time for this or trying to bait people into stupid shit. And I'm like, ain't nobody got time for that. So he went bye-bye. So I would vote cringe very easily. Well, I will, we could do the, uh, what does he got? 2,500 followers. That's a generous. Something and then like you that. got a hundred. You're creeping up on 110 followers. 10,000. I am creeping up. So, I yeah. mean, like, I don't, I don't like trashing the little guy, but I mean, he kind of picked a fight for with me for some reason. I don't know why. I'm going to reserve my comments on this one. Cause I don't know that I'm not going to, I keep, don't know anything about the, but so I'll take not, you're not going to just go along with everything I say. How dare you? Hey, you were you were the first person to call nine one one, right? So I have to I take your award, right? <laughs> I called first. I called well, first. Well played, sir. Well played. You get an award for that. All right. Tactical clothing. Um, well, I'm gonna call this question cringe, by the way, with how you've worded it. But so they put tactical clothing for EDC, which is everyday carry. Thanks for so, mansplaining that to me. Well, I didn't fucking know what it was because I'm like, what the hell's EDC? So I was going to go with the acronym as being cringe. So you are cringe. But tactical clothing for everyday carry, cringe or not? Are you dress like a 5'11 catalog model or like defined? I'd say cringe. I think it's pretty bad. Yeah, I think that I like that your, uh, your analogy of that. I don't know if that was the right word, but your description of that, the 5'11 model that is fucking perfect that i think that is exactly what he was going for he's on probably that. referring to yeah cringe yeah for sure so you just wear normal we all know them t- we all know them too how'd you know i was a cop i don't know because you fucking dress like one <laughs> it's like they're fucking in the departed how do you know he's got he's good cop hair he's good <laughs> see that what about her she's a cop she got cop hair <laughs> some fucking lady walking her dog uh, <laughs> I mean, you can tell. You can definitely tell for sure. At least where I'm at now, sometimes I'm a little off, but it's it's either cop or firefighter. They kind of have that look. It's which I probably triggered some people right now. Like we don't fucking look like firefighters. Well, shave your fucking mustache. Um, wait, 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 wait. How do you look like a firefighter? Just like sit on some dude's lap. Hey, that's a good one. I owe you two beers. Uh, and that's also probably a fourth thing against the Catholic Church. Saying they're not very woke, or I think they are woke now. Is the Catholic Church woke now? Um, they're getting there. Okay. Yeah. I think. Something like that. Dude, I'm I'm kind of out of the loop with that. This is this should bring up an interesting discussion. Residents telling you to stay safe to seem cool. Um, uh, say not cringe. I'm what, on the what, fence. Mean, what do you mean to what do you mean to seem cool? 
Well, and I think that's up to interpretation, right? I, I know some people come up and it feels fake when they're like, stay safe. Cause they know that's like, like, you know, like the Jedi's have may the force be with you. I feel like cops for a while had the stay safe thing. They're doing like finger guns when they do it. Stay safe. Yeah. I like that. I actually had to do the finger guns. Um, we used to do that with the finger guns just to see if we could pull finger guns on each other quicker. So you always had to be ready for it. <laughs> till someone, <laughs> till someone pulls a real gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to say no, I'm going to say no cringe. I don't, I don't mind that. I appreciate that. I think most, most of the time it's genuine. Yeah. I'm on the fence. I mean, when I've made fun of, and I'm, I'm just judging from experience with some of the memes and the comments I've got, but I've, when I've made fun of that type of stuff in the past, some people have made comments like, why are we alienating, you know, people that support us, which is a fair point. I don't know. I just, cause I, I actually saw this one before and I was kind of thinking about this today is things kind of change as far as what's acceptable and what's not. And I kind of look at it from the, I don't like when cops are necessarily put on a pedestal just because they are cops. Right. And I think we'll probably get into this more with some of the other questions too, but I, I'm on the fence. I mean, it's support, but again, I think it would have to come with the infliction of their, and fuck, I'm going to get that out. That's not the right word. Inflection, right? That's the word. Inflection of their voice or, however they're saying it or how it comes across potentially, but you know, I mean, we're like not if, idiots. you could tell if someone's being genuine or not. Yeah. You know, if it's like the, you know, like I'm on the neighborhood watch, stay safe. That's a little, it's a little cringe. It's a little cringe. I'm on the neighborhood. Oh yeah. I'm on the neighborhood watch. What's going on here. I'm the neighborhood watch captain. Did you guys have those neighborhood watch signs with like the, it was the <laughs> This silhouette, like this old school silhouette of a guy, like a trench coat with the collar pulled up and like a fedora, like just this old school, like 1920s, like prowler. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. I think they're still up. Oh, man. I remember those back in the day. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's good shit right there. Okay, so this next question is kind of along the same lines. Blue line tattoos cringe or not cringe can everyone see them or just your wife let's go with everyone can see them cringe i personally don't like to advertise it but that's just me some people do yeah i again i'm kind of on the fence like the blue line stuff really over the last couple of years has kind of come into under fire I guess. And and I'm not talking about like the capital thing. We're not talking about that, but I think within the cop community, because people kind of call it cringe, like, look, it's the, the PMPM logo in the middle of it is a blue line thing. Cause I like and appreciate the symbolism of it. And I think it's, you know, and like other people have said too, I'm kind of stealing words, but it's okay to be proud of who you are. I think potentially, you know, if you maybe had like a tattoo with some, you know, I've seen guys get tattoos that signify a, a, a major event in their career. Oh, for sure. You know, if, if it's something that plays into that, maybe it just kind of depends on what it is. I mean, I, I think I talked about it. Like there was this guy that was a security guard that had a big fucking one on his bicep and it was like 
dude, that you're really calling yourself out there. I do think that's, I think you're onto something as far as it being like covered up because that's, it's, it's more for you, not for everybody else. Right. And I think every in general, it doesn't matter what the tattoo is. Do you want to advertise it or do you, is it something that means something to you? Just like you said. So, I mean, if I'm putting two stars above my chest and wearing a low cut shirt, that's for everyone else, including my dealer. But <laughs> um, it, 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 it's, it depends. Very nuanced, I think. I'm torn on that because that kind of brings up an interesting conversation about tattoos themselves, which um, I don't have any. I think I would like to have some. And this is like a weird analogy, but so everybody knows that listens to the podcast. My favorite band is Metallica. Uh, close second right now is Ghost. If I got a Metallica tattoo, that'd be cool, right? That's my favorite band. It's been a very important part of my life. What if, what if fucking, you know, Lars is fucking into like he was in with Epstein or something, right? Now I got this Metallica tattoo on me. So I, I'm fearful to put anything permanent on there, which I guess could speak to bigger issues in my life because it's there forever, right? Tattoos fucking there forever without, you know, the crazy removal shit. So, and I know people get sleeves and all kinds of shit and I don't know. I don't know what I think about tattoos. If you want a Metallica tattoo and you want it to be just for you, I would just get a, find like a really good artist who do like photorealism or it doesn't even have to be real and just get a, like a big tour bus on its side. Dude. And that is maybe... so fucking wrong. But if you know, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were making a joke about it, but you're making it more of a tribute. Or you're making a joke. Maybe you're making a joke. You're I'm a bad person. Joke. You're yeah. a bad person. We're going to hell, right? Well, you are fucking. How dare you speak of Cliff Burton in such a way? Wrong, dude. That's just wrong. I'm very upset with you right now. All right. Uh, You're cringe, motherfucker. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. You're going to hell for sure, not me. All right. So this one is, I think it's a very... No, we're going to talk about tattoos more. Because what do you think about sleeve tattoos? Not even cop related, but like people that have sleeves. Love them. Yeah? Yep. Do you have a sleeve? No, I don't. I want one. If it's well put together and kind of integrated... It's really good. Like I'm not, and obviously there's like that style, like that kind of traditional style where you just like it almost looks like a stick, like a five year old sticker book. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the you know, kid gets the stickers and they put them all over the place. Like that's it is what it is. That's not my style, but like a well integrated sleeve. Yeah, love them. So, and I'm so nobody fucking cries about it because I'm just curious as a person without tattoos, and I'm not saying this is how I feel, but. What is that like a call for attention though? Is that like a hey, everybody look at me because of my sleeve? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't know because half I'm torn because half me says, Is that a call for attention or is that a this is what's really fucking important to me and I'm proud of it? I guess there's a line, I suppose. Uh, I would say the latter of the two. But if you're, yeah. if you're, listen, if you're painting your living room, are you going to paint the whole wall or are you just going to paint the upper right corner? You are wise, man. That, I mean, I'm pretty sure Gandhi said that. 
He did. He did. He did yeah. say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While he was and in I'm, prison. Yeah. And he probably didn't say get the live, laugh, love sticker and put it in the middle of the wall. Did not say that. Yep. No. <laughs> Specifically. Or, um, you know, the ones that say, and I made a meme about this recently, but it says like, they, they have the big fucking, you know, metal signs that say home, like in front of their front door. Yeah. Thank you. We know. It's a house. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for letting us know that this is a house. My, uh, my wife had a, uh, when I first started dating her, when I first went up to her house, she had one of those decals in her kitchen and said, it was a home is where the heart is, but the M was peeled off. So it said, ho is where the heart is. And I was like, she's a keeper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You did find yourself a keeper, man. I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. The house I bought had that. And that was one of the first things that came down. That's that's not happening in this house. Or, you know, gather. Yeah. It's a fucking table. That's where people sit and gather. Gather. Eat. Thank you. Eat. Yeah fucking cringe that shit's fucking cringe any of you fucking karens listening to my podcast take it down we all know you live in a house okay cringe or not moving on three or four cruisers showing up to every call the new female recruit is on uh cringe i guess i mean i get i'm trying to just aren't you just there to help i mean you're you're just trying to be helpful yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because her FTO is going to lock her up anyways. But Potentially, you know yeah. Mean. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Unfortunately. Get in line, boys. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> that reminds me about something about my department. But that, I one don't is, think... that one hits close to home. Let's move on. I don't believe I should repeat it. Because, yeah. Um... Go on, go on. Okay, but I think most... <laughs> I feel like most departments could put like they could describe um, that situation where there's the line as the parentheses, the name of your department train. Yeah. So if you were a cop in, you know, New York City, the New York City train, oh, it would be a subway there, actually. Right. Subway and train. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is pretty cringe. And that was definitely a thing. You know, you like you'd have like a bunch of rookies out and you know, you'd be dispatched to cover, you know, the the gal that's an FTO. And you get there and you know, somebody else will show up, somebody else will show up. Oh yeah, you know, we just figured we'd come help. Fucking noise complaint. Two in the afternoon. <laughs> we don't need another car. We're fine. This old um, lady had her mail stolen. You guys can go ahead and clear. Yeah. And then like a male recruit takes a call and they're like, can we get a car to cover? Anybody clear? You know, crickets. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets. Big time crickets. Okay. Somebody asked if being a RCMP officer, which is that's the, the Canada cops, if that's cringe. Yeah. The Mounties. The Mounties. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. If being an RCMP officer is cringe. I, I don't. I don't see why it would be. I don't know. Are, are they being kind of lumped into, I don't know. You have to kind of take all this with a grain of salt because, you know, on some police pages, if you mention the word Australia, everybody like really loses it. And I, I don't know if Canada's in the same boat as that right now. 
Yeah, I mean, I think they're having some issues, but I don't think it's nearly as bad as Australia. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I honestly, I mean, they have, from my understanding, the RCMP is nationwide, but they also have local police. So is it like the FBI? I don't know. What do I don't you know? I need to get, I'm going to try and get a Canadian cop on. I think I have somebody lined up. I could be wrong, but I'm really unorganized here in my sex dungeon, but I've, I know I've talked to some Canada people that were interested in coming on. I think I got a, a British bloke as they would call it. And I actually have Ooh, an Australian cop. An too, actual so. Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Yeah, I believe so. I don't know if he's a Bobby. I mean, are they all Bobbies? We'll have to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Only, only God knows. And people that live there. So, what are we up to four, five? Anyway, um, tourist season on the Cape is that cringe or not? Cringe. Big okay, time. tell me about that because I don't know about tourist season on the Cape. Is that like a bunch of chads showing up there? Um. So, well, this one actually kind of hits close to home. <laughs> It's cringe in the sense that if you live there, just picture living anywhere. And then all of a sudden, everything that you do year round is just inundated with people from out of state, even in the state, just like coming there to have a good time, do whatever they want to do. And just like not understanding that the place you're going to, it's not Disney World, right? It's not a theme park. It's. People live there. It's a functioning community. There's businesses, schools. Like, it's just you are going to this place. It's not like a state park or a national park or where you, like, the entire purpose of this location is for you to be there to see it. So it can get a little overwhelming, and people come in, disrespect it, and just you get multitudes of types of people that come in to experience it. And yeah, it's a little cringy. You get the chads, you get so all the when you say... reds and the vineyard vines t-shirts, but <laughs> okay. So the t-shirt, I'm sorry. They don't make t-shirts. No, they do. They polos or button downs or whatever. Yeah. I don't think them folks are wearing t-shirts now. And that was, I guess I was going to kind of lean on, you know, what's disrespectful. Are they like, you know, talking bad about the chowda or what's going on? <laughs> no, no, just, you, you get, it's just the attitude of I'm coming here for, and obviously you get people come for like a short period of time or the people like I summer on the Cape and they come down like, I live here. I'm on the Cape. This is my community. And they just run around running rough shop causing issues. And it's, it's cringe. And we could probably dedicate an entire episode and I could bring probably 30 people on to explain this one, but. It's, it's I'm, yeah. I am now I'm super curious about that now because I, I guess I just don't understand. And, and for example, like Colorado, a, what used to be a nice mountain town is Estes Park, which is right outside of Rocky Mountain National Park. And Estes Park is fucking unbearable in the summer. And it's just because so many people are there. Now, I don't, and I would be one of those people, I, I never lived in Estes Park. So I, you know, I'd go and there's like a nice little downtown there you know, pizza place, all kinds of shit. It's nice. It's really nice. But, and it, but I feel like that was the purpose of that is for tourists. Is that not 
so I guess I don't I don't understand the disrespect part. I mean, are people walking on other people's lawns? You know that. Kind oh, absolutely. Of stuff? Yeah, yeah. People are okay. walking. Yeah, walking. So we're we're because talking literal. You, get so off have, my lawn. Yeah, you you literally have. So you have a specific place where it's a tourist place, right? Niagara Falls, or actually, what was the name of the park? Whatever the park is. Like in the summer, you're like it's gonna be busy. It's a park here. People are coming. We know they're coming. They're gonna act like assholes. So now multiply that because it's not a park. It's an entire peninsula on the state where just people flock to and they want to go to the beach. They want to go to this. They want to go to that. The hotels fill up. They're driving around. They're stepping on people's lawns, parking on people's lawns, going out to bars, causing issues for the local police departments, filling up the hotels, causing issues, disturbances. And just and that's where I got my start. Not the case specifically, but um, <laughs> it's not just an isolated park in this community that you're like this summer, this park can be an out issue. It's the entire coastline. You know what I mean? By the way, so, you said peninsula, which is probably the first time that word has been used on my podcast. And I like that word. Well, I don't know can why, we make, but let's I make have. that the word of the week. Peninsula. I love it. That is a good one, man. We got to that early. I like it. So, all right. And this is just an outsider and maybe I'm just being an asshole. But you all know it's coming. Like every summer, it's not like they're not going to come. They're they're going to come. So you're essentially that place now. Oh, yeah. The other side of the coin is that you're, and not the cave specifically, but a vast majority of your economy is tourism. So you have to take the good with the bad. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, so if you, if you know, like if we're making all our money in the summer, because of tourism, like you're going to take the shit that comes with the tourism. So there's like a fine line between like all these tourists and also I need to pay my bills. So, I mean, it is what it is. Fair enough. All right. Out of that. And this is unrelated to what I have here on Instagram, but let's talk about a couple of new England specific things. You know, my deep love and passion for yingling. Is that as good as I think, or am I just, am I, um honestly the first time i had yingling was probably about it's not a new england thing what is it pennsylvania pittsburgh right no pennsylvania that's fucking new england is that not new england i mean it was it was a colony but it's not new england it's a fucking colonial thing (laughs) my bad (laughs) yeah no yingling it actually wasn't you couldn't even get it up here until probably eight or so years ago Oh, really? um, first time I had it, yeah, I was actually in Pennsylvania. It, I like it. Might get murdered, but I think it's better than Sam Adams. Oh, no, the chowder heads are coming for you now. Yeah. Which is my second question. Is chowder head, and I have a story about chowder head, is that like a very derogatory thing in, in New England? Call somebody chowder head? No. No. Oh, that's not no. nearly as exciting as I thought it was. No. It's not nearly as common either. Like, chowder Chowderhead, if you ask anyone, Chowderheads is a t-shirt company. Like that's the, if you said Chowderhead, like, oh, it's that t-shirt company. They used to sell t-shirts outside of Fenway Park. <laughs> okay. Well, what, what kind of t-shirts do they have? Uh, actually, I'd be thinking of Sully's tees. Same kind of thing, but just like they would, <sighs> relevant sports t-shirts, really basic screen printing, um, pertinent to like the season at the time. So whatever the current player that's doing good, they come with like a tagline 
put the name on a t-shirt and like whatever like what was it um and a so I might not be giving Chatterhead's credit for the t-shirt that wasn't theirs, but like way back when Manny Ramirez was doing, he was a big thing. Like, um, Oh yeah. He was a legend, man. Yeah. Oh, legend. Yeah. Um, you know, like a Manny Ramirez t-shirt, like whatever it said, or PJ stock. That was Sally's tees, I think. But it basically, we, we're still talking about t-shirts, right? Are we talking about Chowderhead? Well, okay. So then, so is Chowderhead, what is a Chowderhead? Or is that like some fucking thing I made up or heard somewhere? That I don't understand. No, it's it's a it's a thing, but it's not like it's you're not, not gonna call you're not gonna call somebody a chow to head in the bar and get in a fight over that. No, I mean we're so gentrified here too. Like no, ninety percent of the people wouldn't understand what the hell you're talking about. Like chow to head, like oh, cause chowder. And honestly, I couldn't even tell you the origins of probably just someone from Boston, a chow to head. Okay, it's like a just nudge nudge wink wink, a chow to head. I could be wrong. Someone write comments and say, talking on my ass. Who knows. I'm going to get fucking a horse's head sent to my house after this. But so shout ahead. Here's a story about your fucking beloved Red Sox motherfuckers. So this is pre 2007. I think I had just gotten a driver's license. And so I had a fucking car and I had a lot of freedom when I was a teenager. And we drove into Denver and Boston was in town for an interleague game when those first started. And yep. no, it was so long ago that Nomar played for the Red Sox, right? And I think that was when he was on in third on third. He wasn't he wasn't playing shortstop still. And so we get tickets to the game. And for anybody that's outside of the Colorado Denver metro area, I love the Rockies, um, but Denver is a city of transplants. Everybody that goes to fucking like the Cubs are in town, turns in the Wrigley Field. Yankees are in town. It's fucking Yankee Stadium. You know, L.A., even fucking L.A., right? It's Chavez or Rabin or whatever the fuck they call it. So I go because uh, I really wanted to see the Red Sox because that doesn't happen all the time. And we get tickets. We get actually decent tickets on the third baseline. So we're on the we're on the Boston side of things, essentially. But it was like fucking Fenway Park in there. It, I mean, I might have been one of the few people on the third baseline wearing a fucking Rockies hat. And I fucking screamed at Nomar the whole game. And, you know, I was calling people chowderheads and stuff like that. And I'm like 16 or 17 years old. And my buddy's like, dude, if you don't shut the fuck up, we're going to get our ass beat. You need to shut up. So, but I, I was upsetting some people by yelling at Nomar the whole game. I can, I can tell you. You screamed at him so hard that he got traded. So mm-hmm. not for nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did it. It was me. Nothing against nothing against Nomar, but I had to. It's one of those things. Anyway, I like heckling, but I don't think I can really do that now since I'm a a grown man and my kids (laughs) are with me. Here's another Rocky story. Since I don't care, it's my podcast, and whatever the fuck I want. I went to a game. We're in left field, and uh, Matt Holiday, who is I, I don't play anymore, but he had some good years in the Cardinals and came back over and played for the Rockies for like I think a year or two, but. I screamed at him that he had a nice ass and he looked back. So, um, and he, he worked out. He clearly, so I worked guess out, you can so. say you're pretty much dating now. Pretty much. We made eye contact. Yep. That's true. All right. Let's, uh, we're getting a little off, off track here. Um, oh, this is a fucking great question. I cannot wait to ask it. Old timey hats, cringe or not cringe. What kind of old timey hats? 
I'm thinking like, okay, so think Fedora is one, and then two, um, like think of like the nineteen, like Peaky Blinders is that or Sneaky Blinders? What's that fucking show? Like Peaky, yeah. But I don't watch it. I don't have HBO or the fuck it is. But like, what the fuck are those hats called? I can't think specifically what they're called. Scully cap. I don't know. I have. I think that is what it is. And um, I have a buddy that keeps telling me I need to buy one. And I don't know if he listens to this, but if you listen to this, dude, I love you, but you are a douchebag. I'm not wearing that. And you shouldn't either. You are fucking embarrassing yourself. Super cringe. I think it depends on what, I like those kind of hats. Or I think it depends on what you're wearing. Come some on, people, dude. Some, no, some people can get away with it. Dude, what it's mean, not dude? fucking, it's not gangs of New York. There's no excuse to wear that. Just because you come from Colorado and there's zero culture out there doesn't mean that people on the East Coast don't. First They're of all, like, I wouldn't, how dare I, you? I would how not. How dare you? Have you ever had Rocky Mountain oysters, sir? No, that I'm is not putting another oysters. man's balls in my mouth. They're not I'm man not, balls. They're cow balls. Way yeah, different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Those anyways. Rocky Mountains sure ain't very rocky. Yeah, that John Denver's full of shit. <laughs> um, oh, no, some people can wear them and it also depends on what they're wearing if they're wearing a track suit you're not going to put a scully cap on unless you're from south boston but um some people <laughs> can do it i wouldn't wear it but some people can depends on the hat depends on the person nope now cowboy hats have been around for a while i don't think those are cringe though on the right person so i can kind of see where you're going like i'm not a cowboy i'm not a farmer i'm not a rancher i i don't ride horses I don't think I should wear a cowboy hat, even though Correct. every time I go to the farm store, I really want one, but it's just not me. And I recognize that. Well, um, you live in Iowa now, so you could probably pull. No, it off, I don't. Right? I live in the, I live in the Midwest. We're not telling people what state I live in. How dare you fucking blue have, Falcon. Have you listened to your, your podcast before? Oh, have I said I live in Iowa <laughs> multiple times? Fuck me. Oh, well, <laughs> no big deal. All right. Well, I live in Iowa, so fucking find me. There's not that many people here. All right. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Okay. Have I really? I guess I have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it's because I gave you the address for the patch, which I don't think you ever fucking sent me, by the way. Or did you? No. Well, I tried. We, the person who, the holder of the patch has is, is, uh, changed, and I have to get a hold of them now. Mm. That's a yeah. whole internal issue. Just fucking take one off your shirt. Nobody will know. No big deal. All right. <laughs> Let me down, dude. Let me down. Okay. This is a really fucking good one. Civilian owned Crown Vicks. Cringe or not cringe? Um, are they like resale police cruises or like civilian models? Uh, let's go with the the police the resale police cruisers cringe because you know they're asshole ever i've never seen a normal person riding a surplus police vic it's always some asshole do you know what my car is yeah i follow the instagram page which by the way you gotta get update that i know dude i've been so unfortunately but you fucking distracted me by the way but yeah you should follow that page it's great um pm pm vic on Instagram, you will not be disappointed, or you will be super disappointed. Yeah, I've been meaning to. I meant to do it like every day because it's super easy to do. I just, you know, when I'm 
got a toddler screaming at me and I'm watching Star Wars movies, I forget. It's not no. a big deal. Um, yeah, I do need, I'll update it as soon as I'm done with this. I'll find something good to do for you. Just for you, man. Maybe I'll do something. Uh, oh, yeah, it's going the Fenway. That's what's going to happen. Just for you, pal. All right. Um, dude, we got a lot of these fucking good ones. Oh, this dude fucked up. This guy wanted to, he put, it wouldn't be a poorly made police podcast without an urban dictionary question, which I just got into. Unfortunately, when these questions come up on Instagram, it only gives you like three or four lines. So he didn't finish. I'll send him a message and see if he, if by the end of the time we're recording, if he has it. Yeah. Let me, let me send him a message here. I am too. Well, it turns out I got one wrong. Apparently, I was supposed to scroll down because Urban Dictionary has sometimes has different definitions. I don't think we really need to talk about TikTok cops because that is super cringe. Yeah, I've seen a couple. I'm not really on TikTok. I, I, yeah, I follow I follow two pages on TikTok. Who who do you follow? Tell me. Um, Tatum talks. If you haven't heard, seen him, it's a dog. Oh, he's wonderful. Um, Does he dance? No, no, no. It's it's just a voiceover. Some guy, he's from Maine, actually. He's, he does voiceovers for his dog who has conversation with his wife and him. It's good. Um, okay. And there's a woman who actually, actually, I'm not, she should get a shout out on this because her fucking page is really good. She's an animator, just like does cartoons. And she animates like 911 calls. So she'll take the audio from like a 911 call that people submit and animate it as a cartoon form. And it's always ridiculous ones. Sock underscore puppet underscore master. Okay. Sock puppet sock. master. Take it. Take a check. It, check it out. I don't know why that made me think about jerking off with a sock. So we're gonna edit this out. <laughs> I mean, maybe depending on where this goes. That's like an old Blink. What was that Blink One Eight Two back in the day? Was that one of their lyrics? <laughs> Uh, I think it was. I mean, they had the album that was. They had the album that was take your take your pants off and jacket. Pants off and jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like yeah. I think that was it. <laughs> the first time I read that, I was probably like, you know, what, fourteen or fifteen, and that was one of the funniest things I ever heard in my life at that point. I believe. I'm getting I'm getting angsty just thinking about it. Yeah, I'm getting really angry at my parents and dude. I gotta be honest, man. Every time I hear Adam's song, still, it does make me a little sad. Well. We get therapists for that now. Yeah. All right. Speak. Is ass to mouth cringy? Yes. You've never gone ass to mouth? You never go ass to mouth. Uh, sometimes. Make mm. go ass to mouth. Hey, dude. Rosaria Dawson's down. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. By the way, have you seen The Mandalorian? I have. Very good. What do you, th- what do you think of... This is a weird leap, too. What do you think about Rosaria Dawson on Mandalorian? Um, I liked it across the board. Um, I think she played a good Ahsoka, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's hard, though, because, I mean, obviously in the cartoon, the fighting style is a little different, which I'm watching the Mandalorian for the second time again. And I'm like, am I just that big of a nerd that I'm picking up on little stuff like that? Probably, yeah. yeah. Just probably switch it up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Anyway, moving on. 
This guy's an asshole. I don't know if he's making fun of me, but it's a good question. Buying patches off of eBay to pad out your collection. Cringe or not? Super cringe. Yeah, it's super cringe. I would never do that. You got to earn those. Yeah. And the way I earn those is by uh, having a meme page with 100,000 followers and asking people for patches. That counts. Kind yeah, of, but right? that's respectable. That's respectable. You wouldn't believe the amount of people who just text us, send us messages looking for patches. I mean, is but that's putting the work in, though, right? Yeah, it is. Or is that but not? It's, 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 it's not like we have a person sitting there sending out patches to people who request them. Like, these things ain't free. We're not... <laughs> What, what department has the money to just send out free patches? You know what I mean? That's community service, sir. Yeah. The kid from Eastern Europe is not being served by our community by sending him free patches. He might be. He might be coming to the fucking, to the peninsula. No, because they can't. Be they, no, they, they terminated that visa program. They're not coming anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Okay, let me ask you this. What's what's the proper... Okay, because obviously I don't know the proper way to get patches. I was just like, I need to fill up my sex dungeon with patches because that would be cool as shit. So I went about it my way. What is the proper way to collect patches for a patch collector? Because I don't know. Well, for me, if I, I, don't, I don't collect them. But if I were to, I would think it's like, you ever go on vacation, you get something from wherever you go on vacation? Uh-huh. Some people collect like pint glasses, shot glasses... Christmas tree ornaments, whatever it is. If you go to the place, you can get one. So if I do Christmas tree ornaments, I'm not going to buy a ornament from somewhere that I didn't go. So if I met someone, if I traded one, it like one-on-one, if I, I went to ask fuck Midwest and gave you one, well, you, you're different, but I would want to trade one to a person and get one back. Or why know you, someone. Why, why did you call it ass fuck Midwest? What do you think happens here? Listen, I'm not judging 2021, but point being is I would want one in return for one that I gave someone. You trade and you trade patches. You don't just buy them or un, like unsolicited try and request one. You get it for. And you could, there's a story behind it, right? So you can go, like, I went to New York and I met this guy standing on the corner who was working a shit beat in Times Square and I traded him a patch. Or I went to wherever I went to and I gave him a patch and I got one back. I think that's the okay. best way. Um, I think you could be wrong about that. And this is coming from somebody that's not a patch collector. But we have to go back to the aspect Midwest. But let's stay on topic here. Stay on target. If I'm fucking some beat cop and Times Square in New York City and some asshole from fucking Nantucket or where the fuck you're from. You're not from Nantucket, right? No. Okay. Some asshole from fucking, you know, Martha's Vineyard comes up to me. Is that in Massachusetts? It is. Did I say that right? Did I actually say it right? No, you didn't. That's fine. If if some asshole from, from Martha's Vineyard comes up to me and says, hey, I got my Martha's Vineyard patch. You got your New York patch. Do you think that dude has a patch? He's like, get the fuck out of here, huh? Fucking chat no, and I don't got no fucking patch. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, huh? I got Bagul. No, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. Like, I'm not stacking patches in my pocket either, but the point I'm trying to make is I'm not just going to 
request patches from these departments just to say I have them. There's got to be a story behind it. I want a story. I want a patch. This like if I have this, I'm like I got this from this spot from this guy when I was here or whatever the case may be. Even if it was like a conference. Oh yeah, that could be a good place too. Um, Man, I not to give free publicity, but there's got to be some wild stories out of the uh, the street cop training conference. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know how much learning went on there. I think there was a lot, lot of. Street, there's there's gonna be a lot of trains actually, being run. So the patch thing, if eBay, somebody yeah, cringe, yeah, cringe, yeah, um, yeah, it. But I would be curious for the patch collectors out there how they've gone about getting their shit. Just send me a message. I I would be curious or email me or something. And by the way, I'm still taking patches. I'll fucking take every patch point or whatever because I I think it's cool to kind of have a collection of you know the people that listen to the podcast or follow the page to kind of have a collection of that shit down here i think that's super cool i mean i like i know donut did it you know but other people have too so i don't feel like i'm i'm not totally stealing from him which i asked him to be on the podcast and he kind of ghosted me so i'm gonna try and make that happen for y'all i'll keep bothering him yeah so if you want to send me a patch though slide into my dms or dims or email me and uh i'll give you the details because I want fucking patches all over the place down here. All right. Let's see what we got here. Cringe or not? Sleeping with your FTO. I'm going to take the fifth on this one. Did you fuck your FTO? No, 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 no. He was Did a great guy, him? but no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Just in case anyone... <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. Can I keep that part in? Yeah, what? Well, yeah, go for <laughs> it. <laughs> yep. Okay, FTOs, stop fucking your your boots and boots. Stop fucking your FTOs. Just saying. But I love them. Yeah, but their wife and kids don't like that. Which reminds me of my favorite meme member. I used to really abuse the uh, the shock tom meme a lot if you followed my page for a while yep and and this one isn't mine but it was like something along the lines of you know me showing uh you know introducing my girlfriend to my family and then the shock tom was you know my wife and kids i that's <laughs> fucking one of my favorite memes ever man that's yeah awkward so this is a question specifically for you because i don't understand the reference what is more cringe, North Shore Italians or the South Shore Italians? Or I'm sorry, oh. North, Shore, North Shore Italians or South Shore Irish? North Shore Italians. Big okay, so, so, so for the people that aren't familiar with what goes on in the peninsula, what, what is a North Shore Italian? Well, the peninsula is just the Cape. It's that little, it's like the, the bicep of Massachusetts. Um, the arm that was rather. a weird way to describe of it, but sure. So I don't think it's really a bicep, but it's more um, of an arm. Okay, but so you get you get Boston, right? And you get north of Boston, the North Shore, and you get South Boston, South Shore. But <laughs> North Shore Italians, I would say, definitely more cringe. It's like a baby Jersey Shore when you get up to like Revere. Yep, definitely cringe. So Revere, you know. a 
place of the revolution is now overrun by fucking Polly? Uh, not not these days. I mean, you get it still a little bit like the holdouts, but we're going back like ten plus years. Like, yeah, I don't say Polly, but you get that vibe. And there's okay. really not that many like South Shore Irish either. It's pretty much Boston and them. But okay. you get the North End. It's it's North Shore Italians for sure. So and don't at K- me. Say anything else. <laughs> don't at me. That's the number one way to get added. Yeah. <laughs> don't at me. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. at you. So is that part of the issue with your with the peninsula being overrun? Is because you have a bunch of fucking Jersey Shore fucks showing up? No, there's no okay. the the peninsula is strictly Cape Cod. It's okay. that's literally a peninsula. Um, but it's not like a Jersey Shore thing down there. So, it, have you ever seen a map of the Eastern U.S.? Uh, yeah. So, so you know where like Boston is relative to Cape Cod? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, we're, Dude, our, your our state, states, our states are state, shaped like squares. We're not squares. So that was accurate and painful, but. Like, your states are, like, the size of fucking counties out here, okay? Oh, for sure, yeah. So, which is fucking wild, by the way. So, I guess, because you were complaining about, you know, tourists coming and and paying your bills earlier. And so, I was curious if it's those type of people coming, but that's not the type of people coming. No, they're referring to the actual people, the residents of the North. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. This is a fucking great one right here. Political bumper stickers. Cringe or not? Cringe. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, I don't care what size you're on. You're yeah. a douchebag. But Dude. also, why would you put a sticker on your car? Um, Here's what kind of sticker you can put on your car. Oh, my God. I forgot some points I needed to sell some shit on, by the way. We'll get back to that. Um, You can buy a poorly made police beam sticker. Put it on your car. It'll look great. Way better than politics. And you were your, talking about... Put, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. Pull on, pull on your window so you can scrape it off. It's hard oh. to scrape off paint. Oh. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> ornaments. We're talking about Christmas ornaments. Yeah. I'm in the process of getting Christmas ornaments. So stand by. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we will have Christmas ornaments because I got to get on that because, you know... It's almost the fucking October will be over before we know it. So I got to get that shit rolling. All right. Over dramatic boss. You know what? Let's talk about the stickers again for a second, because I don't, it just fuck. It's like, it puts a bullseye on your ticket as on, on your car as a douchebag. Does it not? It doesn't matter who, who it's for. Are we talking political stickers or stickers in general? Political stickers. Oh Yeah. I mean, unless it's like a local thing, like if it's like your buddy's dad's running for like town council or whatever you're freaking for, like, sure, throw it out there for two months or a month before the election and pull it off. But I don't want my freaking car looking like a goddamn sticker book going back to that. But I OK, so we're Jonesy and Riley this episode, which we had a debate over Wayne and Derry or, or possibly Squirrely Dan. Um, or even Stuart or Rolled, but I have a bumper sticker that I haven't put on anything yet. That is, um, for it was Shorzy 2020. Give your balls a tug. 
and I, I really I wanted, would respect that. Yeah. I really wanted to put that on the fic. And my wife's like, you know that's gonna be like on there forever. And I was like, yeah, it's really funny. And I almost put it on a guitar and it was a little big. I don't know where I'm gonna end up putting that. I actually um, I can I can respect like joke political bumper stickers where certain people would get the reference and it's like not actually a political it's it, it's a it's a pun on a sticker really yeah give your balls a tuck you did fucker <laughs> yeah god i can't wait for the next season of letter canning and by the way if if that comes out um well i'm hopefully we'll be doing the podcast for a while but if that comes out during podcast time it's just be 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 ready for the letter canny references they're coming yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, you just see those cars that are just covered in bumper stickers politically related. And if I see that person and they walk in the grocery store, I'm going to do everything I can to avoid them because I just don't even want to be around them. Yeah. No matter who it is, because I'm sure they're fucking ridiculous. Terrible person. Yeah. What about here? This wasn't on there, but what about the uh, the bumper stickers the with like the dog and it's like who saved who? That's a little like dramatic. A- like, I, I love dogs. I got dogs, but that's. By the I way, know, I, have, I haven't made the I haven't made the meme yet, but I have a meme specifically in my head referencing that type of shit. Like I get it. Like, look, I you know I've, I've adopted dogs and shit, and it's a very honorable, noble thing. But people get fucking wild about that shit. It's like a little, like a little too much. Is the meme an FTO on the boot? Who saved who? <laughs> no, <laughs> I could probably do something like that though. Oh man, that could be a fucking whole episode in itself. All right, naming your this is a dog related question. Naming your dog Kona. I don't even know what that means. Is that is that some Hawaiian thing? Kona, K O N A. I think it is. Um, Kona meeting. Thanks, Google. Yeah, there's a Kona Brewing Company, right? What is the meaning of Kona? Kona coffee. Kona is strongly associated with Kona. Okay, it talks about the coffee. Means leeward or dry side of the island. Fuck. It is a unisex name for Hawaii with an appealing, simple, strong sound. I don't know. It sounds cringe. I don't even know what the hell it means, but it fucking sounds super cringe. I think in general, it's it's, there's probably some canine guy listening too. I think the canine names are overused and tired and. You should be able to name a dog whatever the fuck you want to name it. Not yeah. some stupid, like how many Zeus's or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to name, I think we talked about this. I'm going to name my dog uh, Captain Rex or possibly Stuart. Stuart? I think okay. it would be awesome if your canine was named Waffles and some piece of shit got bit by Waffles. Or, <laughs> like, <laughs> you write that in report, like, like Pickles. Pickles, <laughs> dude. Somebody fucking name their dog Pickle. Make yourself Dick known, or I'm gonna send Pickles in. No, Pickle Dick. Send Pickle Dick in. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a here's an interesting one. The question is, cringe or not? The Pink Patch Project. Not cringe. No, because that's that's for like breast cancer awareness, right? Yeah. Not even that. It. it I think it. It serves multiple purposes. A. It's a good. It's a good fundraiser for, you know, breast cancer research. If your department actually goes through and sends the money to whatever charity they say they're going to, it's a good PR thing. And 
people, like you said, like buying patches. I would rather someone come in and pay $10 or whatever to buy the patch from the department than go on eBay and buy one for their collection. So not cringe. Yeah, no, I actually, I think I've had a couple sent in. I, I don't have a problem with that. I think that's fine. Yeah. Out of all the things. Uh, all right, we got a couple more we're going to go to. By the way, I was supposed to see how many times I could get you to say chowda. I don't think I actually got you to say it once. Or maybe a couple times in the chowda head conversation. Chowder. Chowder. Chowda. It's chowda. Chowda. Just say it. You're from the fucking East Coast. Just say it how you need to say it, buddy. Chowda. Chowda. Um, cringe or not, your mom? Not at all. She's a saint. Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. Making This one's funny. Making podcasts, cringe or not? <sighs> Hold on, my dog's throwing up. You being serious? No. Sorry, I just don't want to answer. No, not cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm, I might send this guy a fucking sticker because it's so funny. I took a lot of consideration into that before I made this podcast. Uh, but it, my first episode was Everyone Has a Podcast. That was the name of the episode. It was Everybody so does. bad. It was so bad. I love it was you, bad. but it was terrible. It was bad. It was bad. I actually put a disclaimer on it that, um, Look, it's bad. I know it. Just give me a chance to listen to some of the other ones. I think they've gotten better. Um, this one sucked because you're a piece of shit, but they've progressed and I think they've gotten better. The first one was bad. Like no, hindsight being 2020. No, they're awesome. I love them. Yeah. Not the first one though. First one's bad. They I think they get better. I mean, I'm kind of feeling my groove, but in general, podcasts, it just depends on what it is. I, I think you know, some of them are very informative. It just depends on what you're into, but I think a lot of guys and, and one could maybe accuse me of it have kind of gotten into making a podcast for the sake of making a podcast. I just, I've had this idea for a long time. I just haven't had the means to do it. Yeah. And, you know, now I had this, this page and I have an audience and I don't know. I think it's a kind of a cool thing to talk to different cops and get a different perspective on things. And, you know, hopefully it makes night shift a little better or your fucking commute. Oh, you could be like that. Was that fucking coast? You could be like coast to coast. You gotta get on AM radio live. Okay, 10 to, so ten to four AM, you get coast to coast. Talk about aliens and freaking disturbances at O two hundred. That is the ultimate night shift podcast, that, or not podcast? AM radio, yeah, yeah. I if I was feeling a little sleepy, I would try and find that at night yeah. to listen to when I was on graveyards because it's so fucking weird. That was my that was my go to when I worked off duty gigs overnight was I'd fucking listen to coast to coast because I'm like I'm never fucking up. Might as well yeah. get in on this. My FTO listened to coast to coast. Is that is it still on? Or is it gone? I don't. I'm a fucking day shift weenie. I don't know. <laughs> day shift weenie. Um, how dare you? I went to days. I ended on days. No, it's the best. I'm way past my bedtime right now as we speak. Um, well, thanks. But no, thanks when for I got for me. <laughs> when I got on. Um, we were working midnights, my first FTO shift, and we were listening to Coast to Coast. I was like, what, do we, what is this? And he's like, it's Coast to Coast. Like, this is what I listen to. And the guy was talking about, like, aliens and people calling in, talking about the 
the, the things that were creeping in their bedrooms and touching them. And I was like, so is this like actual things or these crimes or is this crazy people? No one knows. No one knows. It's yeah. it's great. These are the people that would otherwise be calling the police to have them come check. But they had their outlet, which was the AM radio. Coast. Yeah. yeah Coast Coast. I miss Loveline, man. I wish that was still on the radio. Dude, I used to fall asleep. I had a freaking boom box next to my bed when I was in, like middle school. And I would have it on like the lowest volume. And I would listen to that shit and completely ruin my innocence. Dude, did we just become best friends? Maybe. Yep. yep. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I, that pretty much describes my lost innocence, too, is I'd fucking, yeah, but I would, I'd fucking listen to that shit nightly, dude. It was so good. I even liked, um, who the fuck was his name? The guy that replaced Adam Carolla. Who was oh, that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't listen to it after that. It actually, it wasn't bad. There's actually, and I don't know if they're still doing it, but um, you remember Anderson that was like the engineer? Vaguely. He did a po- yeah, he did a podcast with a couple guys and it was pretty good. It was called The After Disaster. I used to listen to that. And it was like after Loveline, they would record it. It was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. I don't really remember why I listened to it, but I do remember enjoying it. Okay. Two more. New England Clam Chowder. Cringe or not cringe? Absolutely not. I've never had it. So good. Because, you know, they sell it in like the progressive cans or whatever, the Campbell's. And I'm like, I don't think that was how I should experience clam chowder. I think if I actually go to New England, I'll try clam chowder. Yeah. I mean, progressive's not terrible. Don't, in terms of clam chowder, um, it's not the worst. Like, I'll still eat it. Um, but no, not, not cringe at all. Under no circumstances, is it cringe. That was most definite answer you've given all night. So that really <laughs> tugged your your um, chowderhead strings right there. Yeah. All right. Here's where we're going to end the questioning. Mustaches. Cringe or not cringe? Are you into, are you a, like an adult film actor or? Who wants a mustache, right? Cringe. 100% cringe. Okay, so like the Scully caps, I think some people pull off a mustache. I think some people do not. Um, I'm going to need the receipts for this. Like, I can't picture. Firefighter. Fighter. A firefighter needs a handlebar mustache. They have to, or they're not really a firefighter. Right? Uh, I mean, they yeah. all have handlebar mustaches. They're all volunteers, though, those guys. The, the handlebar firefighters. Yeah, handlebar boys. Call boys. Well, you know they're volunteers by their license plate because they tell everybody. <laughs> and the stickers all over their car. Well, that might actually be by law, depending on where you live. Might Fuck go with the for... permit for the lights. Why? Fuck you and your logic and reasoning. Well, listen, I'm trying to give them a little bit of credit they deserve. <laughs> Don't give this podcast any credibility, sir. It's poorly made. It is super poorly made. I I don't know. I occasionally, just to fuck with my wife, sorry, honey, when you eventually listen to this, I have a mustache. And that's really its purpose. But it's bad. It's really bad. 
very cringe. Very, very. I can't, I, I can't state this any more clear how cringe it is. <laughs> okay. I, what about goatees without a mustache? Cringe or not? Is your name Kyle? Yeah, everybody what? that has a goatee without a mustache. I, I can just, see that. I can see that person. I see that dude. I, I see, see that I dude. I can see him. And he generally does drugs. Is he wearing Jankos? He's clearly watched. He clearly wears Jankos and he listens to ICP. Yeah. He's a, he's a what do they call those? Hatchet <laughs> man. He's, he's a hatchet boy. Yeah, but what do they call the, uh, the juggalos? He's a juggalo. Juggalos, that's he's right. A juggalo, yeah. Are they still a thing or did that go away? There was a documentary about them a couple of years ago. Was it Netflix? It might have been Netflix. Hmm. I don't watch sure. that now. There was like a five-part documentary about the Juggalos one time. And it was exactly as you would imagine. No. That reminds me that the, my, one of my favorite internet videos, and they usually sync it up with the... Uh, uh, Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you is like the Juggalos dancing under the bridge. Have you seen that one? No, those aren't the Juggalos. Those are the uh, Cybergoths. And they also do it with Thomas the Tank Engine. Get a Google that one. It's have you so seen... good. It's so good. Have you seen the Thomas the Tank it, uh, Engine instead of Captain Marvel in Endgame? No. That video is so fucking funny. They're like, what's coming through the upper atmosphere? And it's Thomas and the Avengers music <laughs> plays and he's going, choo, choo. He goes through <laughs> Thanos' ship. It's so fucking funny. Oh no, god. Check that out. That makes me laugh thinking about it. Um okay, so what about mustaches and goatees? Like the whole thing. That's beard, fun. no beard. Nope. Okay, what about beard? Not cringe at all. Okay. Man, I'm a man. But dude, the super troopers, they have three of them. Three out of the four have mustaches. They're not cringe takes a certain person man like across the board like it's a very specific person who can pull it off yeah well that's what i fucking just said and you're like nope super cringe but super no cringe, you bro. said you had one you said you had one. Oh, you were just okay i didn't realize you were just addressing me by yeah. the way how do you know i don't pull one off you've never seen my face because your wife told me that is super low <laughs> tell her hello though Okay. Anyway, we're cops. We fucking we swing, right? We get the fucking pineapple shit. Awkward. Anyway. <clears throat> I still am hunting. Oh, I need to rephrase that. I'm still looking for a swinger to come on the podcast. because I A cop swinger. Because I'm just super curious about, quote unquote, the lifestyle. No, I don't think anybody's going to take me up on that, though. We'll see, though. Maybe I can get. I mean, it's fucking anonymous. Nobody will know who you are. You're being really quiet, but is there something you need to tell me? Oh, I thought I didn't know you were looking for recommendations. No, I don't know anyone. Yeah, I've been I've been looking for that for a while. I, I put it out there a couple of times. I'll keep my head to the ground. Yeah, let me know if there's any swingers out there that wanna I just you know, I'm sure a lot of people would have questions about quote unquote the lifestyle. I I don't know. I'd like to hear it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Okay. Well, we've uh, we've jumped from uh, shitting in the Rockies, corn corn cob dilbos, and whatever the fuck else we've talked about. I think we've come to the end of the podcast, pal. That sounds good to me, man. Thanks for having me on.
Yeah, dude. Do you have um, any words of wisdom for the millions of people that listen to this podcast? Oh, 7.6 million. Um, 7.8. Yeah, 7.8. Just take care of yourself. Be good to your family. Do what's good for you. Go home, be safe, and uh, find something that makes you happy outside of this line of work. I knew I liked you, despite your uh, few things you said today. I guess you're okay. That's all right. Yep. Well, uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening to this very poorly made Police Beams podcast. As always, if you want to support the podcast, at the end of this is a little link, and you can click on that, and you can uh, basically donate a couple bucks every month to support the podcast. Steal your mom's credit card. She won't notice. Um, buy merch. Christmas time. Go buy yourself something nice or buy your family members something nice or whoever you knocked up in FTO. Buy them a nice mug or a T-shirt or something. And then, of course, take care of the uh, the fine sponsors of this podcast. And, of course, take care of yourselves before you take care of me. You know, get a brother and sister that's hurting. Take care of them. They need it more than I do. With that said, uh, I love most of you guys. And be safe and have a good night.